All right, joined now by Melanie Collette from uh, Project 21. Uh, Melanie, hey, first of all, good morning. Appreciate you being on the uh, program here. Interesting um, op-ed that you all put out. Historic Supreme Court nomination tainted by racial politics. I have a feeling that the um, the White House thought, hey, this is something that's going to unite people because this is a particular demographic that's not represented on the Supreme Court. So we're going to only consider candidates from these demographics, black, female. What is uh, the racial politics uh, aspect of this? Well, the racial politics aspect of that is just assuming that that is so important to every to to everybody that that should be a criteria that that should be the beginning criteria and were it not the beginning criteria you would not be able to find a qualified supreme court justice see that in lies the problem the fact that you started with i'm going to find a black woman as the criteria it assumes that if you were not focused on finding a black woman, that you would not have been able to find a qualified Supreme Court justice that was a black woman. That's, that's the problem. And, and it sends the signal to the black people, once again, and it's what I refer to as the real white supremacy, it sends the black people, it sends black people the overall message that they are lesser. And that if it were not for the white man giving them a handout and helping them out, they would never be able to succeed. Good morning, Melanie Gabe Pfeiffer here. Um, sometimes it's t- it's tough for me to explain this, but may- maybe you can help me out in explaining to our audience what it's like feeling like the diversity hire in the room. Uh, it is very difficult. I can tell you my own personal experience as an educator who happens to teach STEM and teaches it on a college level, and I teach it in many different circumstances where I'm the only black educator and it has always felt, in my opinion, that I'm probably an affirmative action hire. It's like a black cloud that follows my career. Although I am likely to be more qualified than many of my white counterparts. Melanie, when you look at uh, Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson, um, we've got the overall, the overall uh, problems that you laid out with starting with skin color and gender uh are there any specific objections that you or project 21 has with her as the actual nominee i mean just as a jurist as as a as a nomination well of course the the politicization of the court in general i I find objectionable uh, on both sides to be quite honest with you uh it's a shame that we've gotten to the point where now it it really matters uh uh, which president is in office and and we've gone to the point where we're either appointing judges who are far left or far right and in the case of uh this new nominee uh she's quite a far left uh jurist when we really should be sticking to the constitution you know the the supreme court should not be making laws that's up to our legislator they should be making decisions based on what is in the what's laid out in the constitution and the fact that it's the Supreme Court seems to be evolving into something different than that is problematic. And the American people need to be aware of it and do something about that. So, uh, you know, as a as a jurist and, and like, for example, she uh, she had a, a ruling regarding immigration. And one of the things that she wanted to be considered was the impact 
on the illegal immigrants. Well, that's not that's not a thing. That's not that's not that's not a legal argument. And so when you, when you have situations like that um, as a jurist, that that's problematic. Uh, um, you know, qualifications aside. We're visiting with Melly Collette from uh, Project uh, 21. Uh, when you, and now, you know, of course, you just laid out a legal constitutional objection to her take, uh, but those exact arguments, Melanie, are going to be considered racist and or sexist in the coming uh, weeks and uh, months. And to me, that's a, a frustrating part of the dialogue. So what's the right answer when somebody says, well, you're objecting to a black woman, therefore you must be racist or sexist? The right answer is to say it anyway, because it's, because it's wrong. I, I, in my belief, the truth will always set you free. And, and it is the truth. It's a legal argument. It has absolutely nothing to do with the color of her, of her skin or her lady parts or anything or anything like that. And and highlight the fact that it was the Democrats who highlighted her race and and the fact that she's a female. Republicans never brought that up. President Biden brought that up. President Biden is the one who highlighted that. And to say that she's untouchable, she's, she graduated from Harvard Law. I don't. I think she can handle a few uh, legal questions and a few questions uh, about uh, how she, how she makes judicial decisions. She's a big girl, and this is another problem about uh, the messaging that white supremacists send to black people that we have to be handled with kid gloves, that we're not as strong as white people. She's a Supreme Court justice. She should be able to handle any kind of questioning from any senator, whether she's black, white, or, or otherwise, whether she's a man or a woman. She should be able to stand up there just like any other Supreme Court justice nominee and subject herself to questioning. Melody, I've heard a few people uh, tout her reputation or, or her career as being a defense attorney as being a positive for this particular nomination considering that all of the jurists on the bench generally have defended the, the government's position in court. Uh, do you see any, any merit to at least kind of hanging our hat on that aspect of her nomination? Well, if you take a step back and, and not look at it from a political standpoint, I, I suppose you could see it uh, from a standpoint of having some uh, judicial diversity uh, there. So you have some, someone who looks at things differently from a political perspective. Uh, that, that doesn't make me very happy because it makes it, it, it just, to me, lends to the whole thing that's going on right now throughout the judicial system with, with coddling criminals. And it would just seem to me that when you take that into consideration with the rest of her resume and background that she's probably going to be very more sympathetic to criminals than perhaps uh, criminal victims. Okay, now that's going to be an interesting conversation we're going to pick up after the break here. Uh, Melanie Collette from uh, Project 21. All right, where do we find y'all on uh, online, on socials? Uh, where should we connect with you? Yeah, on Project 21, you can follow us uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on our website. Okay, great. It's nationalcenter.org is one place you can find uh, find everybody as well. All right, Melanie. Hey, appreciate you being on the program. 
Thank you for having me. All right, once again, uh, just look at Project 21. You can Google it and find it. I, I actually do think the fact that, and I'm glad you asked about that, Gabe, uh, that uh, she's coming from a defense part of the career, I actually think is interesting and significant. Although, if I were in the Senate, for all the reasons Melanie laid out and more, I would vote <laughs> against her. Right. But I do think that that aspect and that dynamic actually is more important, I think, than what a lot of conservatives are giving uh, credit to.